0: Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're delving into the extraordinary life of Robin Williams, an actor and comedian whose unique comedic style changed the ways in which many approached comedy. Today marks the ninth anniversary of his death. So without any further ado, let's dive into the extraordinary early life of Robin Williams. Part 1. Early Life and First Steps, 1951-1977 to 1977. Robin McLaren Williams was born on July 21st of 1951 in Chicago, Illinois. He was the only child of Robert Fitzgerald Williams, a Ford Motor Company executive, and Laurie McLaren, a former model. In the early years, Williams enjoyed a wealthy upbringing. Living in a spacious 40-room farmhouse in the suburbs of Detroit, before his family moved to Marin County, California in the mid-1960s. A quiet, shy child, Williams often spent hours in the solitude of the family's large home. He created imaginative games and characters to entertain himself. This early passion for make-believe hinted at the extraordinary creativity that would come to define his career. His parents, although busy with their professional commitments, were supportive of his early interest in the arts. His mother, a vivacious woman with a keen sense of humor, was particularly influential, often reciting funny anecdotes and jokes that would captivate the young Robin. Williams attended Detroit Country Day School, a private institution known for its rigorous academic and artistic programs. It was here that he first began to demonstrate a knack for performing, participating in school plays and theater productions. After high school, Williams briefly studied political science at Claremont Men's College in California, but soon found his true calling in the arts. Enrolled at College of Marin for theater, and proved to be a standout student. He caught the attention of his teachers, classmates, and others with his natural stage presence and improvisational skills. In 1973, his talent earned him a scholarship to the prestigious Juilliard School in New York City. Here, under the tutelage of renowned acting teachers such as John Houseman, he honed his craft. Williams was one of only 20 students admitted to the freshman class and one of only two students to be accepted into the advanced program. It was at Juilliard that Williams became good friends with fellow actor Christopher Reeve, a bond that remained strong until Reeve's death in 2004. At Juilliard, Williams began to explore his comedic instincts more deeply, developing a unique style that would become his trademark. His free-form, spontaneous performances were a departure from the school's more classical training methods, yet they underscored his singular talent and versatility. Williams left Juilliard in 1976, a year before he would have graduated. Armed with an arsenal of theatrical training and a distinctive comedic style, he set his sights on the vibrant world of stand-up comedy. Williams began performing comedy in clubs around Los Angeles, quickly making a name for himself with his manic energy and rapid-fire humor. In 1977, his big break came when he was cast as the alien Mork in an episode of the hit television show Happy Days. The character was so well-received that it led to a spin-off series Mork and Mindy, propelling Williams into the national spotlight and setting the stage for a career that would span decades. His journey from a shy, imaginative child to a rising star in the comedy world was well underway, but it was just the beginning for Robin Williams. Part 2 Breakthrough and Startup, 1977 to 1987. After leaving Juilliard, Williams returned to the West Coast and made his way to Los Angeles, where he began performing at local comedy clubs. His improvisational style and electric performances quickly made him a standout on the scene. It was during this time that producer Gary Marshall's sister spotted Williams' frantic stand up routine and suggested him for a guest spot on the popular sitcom Happy Days. His breakthrough came in 1977 when he debuted as the wacky alien Mork from Ork in an episode of Happy Days. Williams' wide-ranging comedic skills combined with his frenetic energy and spot-on timing made the character an instant success. Mork's popularity led to a spin-off series, Mork and Mindy, which ran from 1978 to 1982. As Mork, Williams enthralled audiences with his off-the-cuff humor and warmth cementing him as a household name and skyrocketing him to national stardom. With the success of Morgan Mindy, Williams became a hot commodity in Hollywood. He soon began making the transition to film, displaying an impressive ability to handle both comedic and dramatic roles with equal aplomb. His roles included an animated version of Popeye in 1980 and The World According to Garp in 1982, where he showed his range in a more serious role. Williams continued to prove his versatility in films like Moscow on the Hudson in 1984, where he played a Russian musician defecting to America. His portrayal demonstrated his dramatic chops and his facility with accents, a skill that would serve him well in future roles. In 1987, Williams gave a memorable performance in the war comedy drama Good Morning Vietnam. He played the role of irreverent radio DJ Adrian Kronauer, he provided comic relief in a war torn setting, blending his rapid fire comedy with poignant dramatic moments. The film was a commercial success, and Williams received his first Academy Award nomination for Best Actor, solidifying his status as one of Hollywood's premier talents. During this period, Williams also returned to stand up comedy, releasing several successful comedy specials, including An Evening with Robin Williams in 1982 and Robin Williams Live at the Met in 1986. These specials showcased Williams' raw comedic energy and his ability to create a plethora of characters and voices on the spot. By the end of this decade, Williams had successfully transitioned from TV to film and had shown his depth and breadth as an actor. His unique comedic style, combining with a growing reputation as a gifted dramatic actor, established him as a significant figure in Hollywood. Yet, even as his professional life soared, Williams faced personal challenges that would test his resilience in years to come. Part 3. Acclaim and Personal Struggles, 1987-2000 In spite of the fame and recognition that Williams enjoyed during this period, his personal life was riddled with struggles. The actor was candid about his battles with substance abuse and depression, issues that first arose during his Mork and Mindy days and would recur throughout his life. Williams grappled with addiction to cocaine and alcohol in the 1970s and 80s, a struggle exacerbated in 1982 by the death of his friend and fellow comedian John Belushi. Williams' first marriage to Valerie Valerie Vildari ended in 1988, and his difficulties with substance abuse and the pressures of his skyrocketing career were factors in their split. However, Williams sought help for his addictions, and by the late 1980s, he ended up being sober. Williams married his second wife, Marcia Garces, in 1989. Marcia, who had started as a nanny for Williams' son, Sack, eventually became his personal assistant and later his producer. Together, they had two children, Zelda born in 1989 and Cody born in 1991. Despite his personal trials, Williams' career continued to reach new heights. In 1987, he had received his first Academy Award nomination for Good Morning Vietnam. His performance as the charismatic English teacher John Keating in Dead Poets Society in 1989 further demonstrated his ability to bring depth and sensitivity to dramatic roles, earning him another Oscar nomination for Best Actor. William's trend of impactful performances continued into the 1990s where he delivered a string of memorable roles that would become cultural touchstones. In The Awakenings in 1990, he played a dedicated doctor working with canatonic patients. His turn as free-spirited genie in Disney's Aladdin in 1992 showcased his gift for improvisation and voice acting. He delighted audiences as a father turned nanny in Mrs. Doubtfire in 1993 and touched the hearts as a child who ages four times faster than normal in Jack in 1996. However, it was his performance as a compassionate therapist in Goodwill Hunting in 1997 that would finally earn Williams the coveted Academy Award. His portrayal of Sean McGuire, who helps a troubled young man realize his potential, resonated deeply with audiences and critics alike. His performance earned him the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, a testament to his exceptional talent and versatility. As the new millennium approached, Williams' career was at its peak. He was recognized as a brilliant comedian and a gifted actor who could master a wide range of roles. However, behind the accolades and the laughter, Williams continued to face personal struggles navigating the challenges of fame, addiction, and mental health issues with a resilience that was as remarkable as his talent. Part 4. Professional Highs and Personal Lows 2000-2010 As Williams moved into the new millennium, he continued to make his mark in the world of film and comedy. His roles in the early 2000s were a mix of comedy, drama, and voice acting. In 2002, he shocked audiences with a string of dark, dramatic roles in Insomnia, One Hour Photo, and Death to Smoochie, proving yet again his ability to embody a wide range of characters. Despite his continued success on screen, William's personal life during this period was fraught with significant challenges. His second marriage to Marcia Garces ended in divorce in 2008 after nearly 19 years. The split was reportedly amicable, but it came at a time when Williams was grappling with a return to alcoholism. After nearly 20 years of sobriety, Williams fell back into old habits and relapsed. In 2006, he publicly announced that he was seeking treatment for alcoholism once again, displaying his frankness about his personal struggle. In the midst of dealing with his divorce and substance abuse, Williams faced another challenge in 2009 when he underwent open-heart surgery. The operation to replace his aortic valve was successful, but it forced him to take a hiatus from his one-man show, Weapons of Self-Destruction. His health scare led to a period of reflection and spurred him to take better care of his physical health. Despite these setbacks, Williams never lost his ability to find humor in the face of adversity. In interviews and on stage, he often made light of his struggles with addiction and his heart surgery. His resilience and ability to use comedy as a coping mechanism were hallmarks of his character. Professionally, Williams continued to work steadily throughout this period. He returned to stand-up comedy with his successful tour of Weapons of Self-Destruction, which was later made into a television special. He also had a memorable turn on the small screen in Law & Order Special Victims Unit, for which he received an Emmy nomination. Williams carried on his voice acting work, reprising... The role of Ramon in the sequels to Happy Feet. He continued to perform in feature films including Night at the Museum and its sequels playing Teddy Roosevelt, a role he infused with charm and warmth. The decade was marked by professional highs and personal lows, but through it all, William's ability to find humor in the face of adversity never faltered. His resilient spirit and immense talent continued to inspire even as he battled his personal demons. Part 5, Final Years and Legacy, 2010-2014 The latter part of William's life was a bittersweet mix of professional successes and personal trials. On screen, his talent remained undiminished, with performances that showed he had lost none of his touch. Notably, he returned to television as the lead in the C- CBS sitcom The Crazy Ones, alongside Sarah Michelle Geller in 2013. The show was a testament to Williams' enduring appeal and his comedic genius, even if it only lasted one season. Behind the scenes, however, Williams was grappling with deep-seated issues. His health took a concerning turn when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, a degenerative disorder of the nervous system. This diagnosis was not made public until after his death, and it became one of the more personal battles for Williams, adding to the challenges he faced. Despite these trials, Williams' spirit remained resilient. He continued to perform, attend charity events, and engage with fans. To many, he appeared to be the same Robin Williams they had known and loved for decades. Quick-witted, affable, and profoundly funny. However, beneath his public persona, Williams was battling severe depression. On August 11th of 2014, the world was stunned by the heartbreaking news of his passing. Williams had taken his own life in his home in California leaving fans and peers alike in a state of shock and deep mourning. Tributes poured in from all corners of the globe, from fans, fellow actors, comedians, and even world leaders. They spoke of his unparalleled talent, his generosity, his kindness, and the joy he brought to millions. Landmarks around the world lit up in his honor, and spontaneous memorials sprang up at locations associated with his most iconic roles. Beyond the outpouring of grief, William's death sparked a broader conversation about mental health, addiction, and the often hidden struggles faced by even the most seemingly joyous individuals. Many took to social media and other platforms to share their own experiences and to emphasize the importance of seeking help. William's legacy is multifaceted. As a performer, he gifted the world with a vast array of memorable characters and timeless comedic moments. As a man, he touched countless lives with his warmth, generosity, and authenticity. His influence extends to every comedian and actor who ever admired his work, and his spirit lives on in every laugh he evoked. To this day, Robin Williams is celebrated as one of the greatest comedic talents to ever grace the screen. While his loss remains deeply felt, his legacy of laughter, compassion, and genuine humanity ensures that he will never be forgotten. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Robin Williams, a comedic actor who left us too soon. He's also who died today, August 11th. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's episode and want a visual of what Robin Williams looks like, please follow our Instagram, who period died period today. Lastly, make sure to rate us wherever you are listening and share with family and friends. Join us next time on who died today as we explore the life of another remarkable individual made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host, Peter, and thank you for listening.